Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang, I do hope you're well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more relationship stories. And if you do love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting that like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too. Let's crack on with today's first story. Much love, guys. This story is from the Entitled Parents subreddit from Nervous Bumblebee144. And it does come with an update, and it's titled Entitled Aunt Stole Ashes. When I-20 female was a kid, my beautiful great aunt Beth sadly passed away from aggressive cancer. She was cremated and my mother was given a small pendant with her ashes in it. Due to some messy family problems, Beth stated that she never wanted any of her ashes to go to my great grandmother, 80 female. It is important to note that great grandma, despite being a literal millionaire, refused to help pay for Beth's cancer treatments because she should have married a richer man. It's common in my family to pass the pendant around as a token of strength, which is why I thought nothing of it when my aunt Kathy, 40 female, asked to borrow the pendant, which was in my care. She said her doctor thought she had cancer and she wanted to wear it for the biopsy. I didn't think twice before I gave it to her. Two weeks later, she returns the pendant, and I noticed a large glob of superglue on top of the screw that seals the ashes in the pendant. I brought this up to my mum, who suggested that I try to open it. I tried but the screw was super glued into the pendant and I didn't have the tools to get it out without damaging the necklace. We brought it up to Kathy and she nervously shrugged it off. I mailed it to my mum to fiddle with and put the issue at the back of my mind. A few weeks later, my great grandma came to town for a visit. Last week, my mum was finally able to crack the necklace open. Lo and behold, the ashes were nowhere to be found. I instantly knew Kathy stole the ashes and gave them to great grandma against Beth's dying wishes. My mum called up Kathy and asked her if she stole them. She was caught so off guard. She admitted to it. However, she didn't apologize for stealing them. She said she would have never done it if she knew we had found out. And that maybe my mother and I wouldn't be so upset if we never opened the necklace in the first place. I cannot comprehend how a person is so goddamn entitled that they feel it's okay to one, steal ashes, two, disrespect the dying wish of a person whose ashes they stole, and three, not feel remorse and blame us for being upset. Maybe she wanted to secure a place in great grandma's will, or maybe she truly just lacks a moral compass. Either way, I'm infuriated, but sleeping well knowing I have one less crazy aunt to deal with. Uh, the top comments were kind of along the lines I was thinking. Can this be filed to the police as someone stealing ashes? Because it's technically stealing still, isn't it? So, And like many of these stories we read, I always think, what is going through your head? I'd love to know if we had some way of like going back and rewinding and just finding out what's going on in people's heads like that. Just like in that moment, taking that pendant and thinking, I'm going to take this, give this to my great grandmother. Someone's ashes. Holy shit. But vegan high school says, do you plan on getting the ashes back? OP says, I would like to try, but the messy family problems is the fact that my great grandmother who received the ashes from my aunt is a very selfish woman who's married to a former DA. That being said, I don't know if any legal action would turn up a result. 
given her husband's connection, so the only way to get them back would be if I or my mother were to convince her to give them back out of the kindness of her heart. And then there was a lot of comments saying, you know, to publicly shame her to give them back. Some people saying, you know, just steal them back. But OP did update the post, and they said a few months ago, I, 20 female, posted about how my aunt Kathy, 40 female, stole my necklace full of my deceased aunt Beth's ashes and gave them away to my great-grandmother, who Beth specifically stated she did not want to end up with. I come to you all with an explosive update. About last week, Kathy accused me of selling marijuana to my cousin, 16 male. Of course, this was false and completely baseless accusation. I told my mum and it upset her enough to confront Kathy. Some nasty words were exchanged, which led to my mother exposing the truth about Kathy and the ashes to my other aunts. In an unexpected turn of events, two of my three other aunts knew about the situation. Things went ballistic. My mother was reasonably upset, told them how morally fucked up they all were, and left it at that. I sent a message to Kathy that basically said, I don't know what to say. I trusted you. Good luck getting places by fucking over people who love you. Blocked her and put it away. My other aunts have reached out and I've decided to put my relationship with them on the back burner for now. I thought things were all said and done until today when Kathy sent the following message to my mother. This will be the last thing and I will leave you alone. Please know that I'm sorry you were hurt. I thought we had already begun our healing process and I was caught off guard by your note. Please, I beg you to be careful about allowing OP to spew poison into our relationship. She convinced me to hate OP's sister before she came down to visit. She filled my head with constant meddling and exaggerated comments. I didn't realize it until OP left and her tricks faded away. OP once told me in the midst of a lie I caught her in. Wow, my mum usually falls for it, but you can see right through me. This comment keeps playing in my head and is even louder now. I do not mean to cause a divide between you two, but please be aware she has a loaded gun and is running the show. OP is raged with jealousy and has your complete and undivided attention. You both have every right to be angry, but the truth is being twisted by OP. I really want to work on our relationship. I get it if you need space, but please fact check your daughter and don't reward this self-destructing behavior. I tried to have a relationship with her when Aunt One was here, but she wouldn't have it. She knew exactly what she was doing and created the awkwardness. I would never keep her from Aunt One. She intentionally did this and had you believe it. I will give you space now, but your child is dangerous and you are enabling and empowering her worst trait. I love you, OP's mum, and will never be mad at you. She also messaged my sister saying how I allegedly hate her and shit talk her frequently. I don't even know what to say about this message. First and foremost, I feel like she's 100% trying to change the subject from her ash thievery. Secondly, she is trying to drive a wedge between me and my immediate family because she destroyed her own sister relationships through her reckless actions. Half of the things in the message aren't even true and everyone I've shown it to has laughed at how ridiculous she sounds. I'm blessed enough to have a strong bond with my mum and sister so they fired some shots back in my defense without me even knowing. My family is so fucked up, man. And a lot of the comments on the update are still saying, you know, go to the police, get a lawyer because that is a felony in some states about stealing the ashes a few people actually like relating to the story and saying how messed up their family is and their family would do something similar and like i said relating to it which is mad isn't it well i guess it's not crazy because we've seen it many times before i mean it's just it's just sad really it does make me sort of step back and think of like family dramas i've had in the past and just think i've had it easy and another thing i find really really sad about it is for me anyway i look at my family as like 
a support system and me supporting them when we can, of course. Someone to lean on and to talk to if you're going through a troubled time. And I absolutely know that's not the case for everyone. Like OP right here. They don't have that. They can't go to their aunt and, and, and talk about their issues because they're fucked up. So I will say I'm extremely sorry that you're going through that OP. That sounds fucking awful to be quite honest. But let me know your thoughts down in the comments below about this story. And let's move on to another one. And our next story comes from the Am I the A-Hole subreddit. It does come with an update from Masculine who says, Am I the asshole for calling my roommate's family a bunch of misogynists and asking her to move out? Throw away because RM knows about my mate. I-26 am an assistant loco pilot, a train driver in layman's terms. If you haven't already guessed, it's an extremely male-dominated position with women not being recruited for the job until around 20 years ago. It wasn't my dream job. It was my father's job that I was offered by the railways after his accident in the line of duty not to take over for my family as the breadwinner. On to the point. I live in a city away from home, so I rent a flat with a younger woman who is studying. She studies for late hours so she doesn't have a problem with my crazy schedules as I have a ton of night duties that don't follow any shift system. I do pay more rent because she's a student and I sort of inconvenience her with my schedule. However, recently after a family visited her and went back, she started being cold towards me. When I confronted her about it, she said her mother didn't like the way I behave and that I'm practically a man. The way I behave is wear a shirt and trousers pair. That's the uniform for it, in case it wasn't clear. To work and work on small electric projects during leisure time. That's something my father and I used to do when I was younger. That's a memory I hold of him. According to my roommate's mum, having such a job, dressing up like a man, working on man stuff, her words, not mine, practically makes me a man and that my roommate should be wary of me. And the next thing I might start doing is drinking until late and having rowdy alcohol parties with my work buddies at the flat we share. Even if it isn't my dream job, I take it seriously because I have two younger siblings, my mum and my grandparents to support. It's not obvious, but the job gives a lot of physical and mental stress. I said if that's the problem for her, maybe roommates should be moving out of the flat to make her misogynistic family happy. The only reason we got the flat to rent is because I'm a government employee and I pay more of the share of the rent and compensation for the inconveniences. My roommate then called me an arsehole and other profanities because she can't find a place so soon as she's a student and it's unfair of me to ask her to move out because of her old-fashioned family. Edit for info. Since I saw a couple of questions, I work in the Indian Railways. The Indian Railways is a central government organization. It has a scheme for the employees to offer their spouses a pension or offer their eldest child a job when the employee dies before their retirement or gets unfit to work. In case of the eldest child taking the job, if the child is an adult, they are given training immediately while being paid a stipend. If the child isn't an adult, the spouse is given a pension until the child gets old enough to take on the job. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well. HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. 
At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Gob. Shot Tomato says not the asshole. Definitely get rid of her. If she acted cold towards you when she got back, that means she agrees with her family's views and you do not need that toxic negativity in your life. U399 replies and says, first of all, mad respect for taking the responsibility for family and to persevere in an environment that might not always be particularly comfortable and friendly towards you. Good on your love. You're an inspiration and a role model for all of us. Not the arsehole, obviously. Let her leave. Her family left your relationship permanently damaged. The answer is 57 says, not the arsehole. If your roommate agrees with the opinions of her ignorant mother spewed, then of course she needs to move. She should want to move rather than be sharing a space with someone she views as being so vile. I'm kind of surprised her mum didn't tell her to pack her stuff and leave already. If your roommate doesn't agree with her mum, then she needs to grow a backbone and tell her mum to keep her outdated opinions to herself and not disrespect you in your own home, regardless of whether you're in the room during the conversation or not. And then mum needs to never set foot on the premises again. Visit should happen at some other location. But I'm assuming you've had that convo with her and she agrees with her mum or at least doesn't have the backbone to stand up and disagree with her. So yeah, she needs to move. How quickly that happens is negotiable between the two of you, but you are absolutely not the asshole for wanting her to move out ASAP. She and her mum made her bed, so to speak, and now she needs to sleep in it, at a location other than your flat. <laughs> Practical Junkie says, Indian here, working for a railways is hard. My husband's grandfather worked there till he retired, and it was a very taxing job. Not the arsehole, and I think it's time for her to move out, or maybe you move to the government quarters where you don't have to share with people anymore. So, Opie did update their post, and they says, I've read the comments on my post, and while most were supportive, thank you all for that. I've seen some suggest my roommate possibly having problems within her family. I have to admit, I haven't given a thought in that direction. I'm privileged enough to come from a family that doesn't believe in gender norms, so my mind didn't go in that direction. Also, some of you suggested roommate's father could have been abusive towards her mother or her. Considering all of that, I decided to have a talk with her. Thankfully, her father isn't an alcoholic or abusive, but it became very apparent to me that her parents, especially her mother, is extremely controlling. Anyone doesn't know, breaking out of her mother's control, especially as a daughter, is very difficult. When I sat her down and talked with her, she apologized for the profanities and behaving the way she did. As it happens, her mother all but warned her to not get close to me, because of which she stopped interacting with me completely. I told her I understand that I was there for her. I told her that I would understand if she told me what happened. She replied by saying that she really didn't know what to do or what to say to me or to her mother. While I said we've resolved this and she really doesn't have to move out, she said she thinks that her moving out is actually a good idea because she feels she'd piss her mother off more if she continues to share with me. Meanwhile, since a couple of people suggested that I move to the railway quarters, I looked into that. I plan on shifting my mother and grandparents here because it would be easier for my mother if she stays with me, since one of my younger siblings is already staying in their university's hostel and the other would be leaving for their university in August and September. I definitely cannot house my mother and grandparents in the current flat, 
One of my dad's old friends who still works with me kindly agreed to look into it and see if he can speed up the process due to his connections. I told my roommates, if the processing and paperwork goes through, I will move into the quarters in September. Since their new semester starts in September, she can find a new roommate who is more acceptable to her parents and keep the peace. I told her that if she decides to stand up to her mother, I will be by her side and support her. No questions asked. P.S. People from other countries, please don't start saying that me getting my dad's old job is fake or my culture is unfortunate because it expects me to take care of my family. Every country operates differently and due to different societal situations, we have laws and policies that might seem strange to you. And every culture has different ways of doing things. I think this is one of the very nice things about mine. I would have taken care of my parents and grandparents anyway, even if my father hadn't been in the accident and lived to see his retirement. Now, I'm going to turn this one to you guys. What do you guys make of this situation? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. And let's move on to one more story. And this next story is from the Am I the Arsehole subreddit from StrongEmu7954 and says, Am I the Arsehole for banning my sister-in-law from my house over tomato sauce? I, 28 female, have an older brother, 32 male. He's married to sister-in-law, 33 female. I get along with her well, except for this one point. If you don't keep an eye on her, she will get into the kitchen and add seasonings to whatever is cooking. She thinks she is fixing stuff, but not all foods need turmeric in it. This Saturday, I received 40 pounds of tomatoes. It took me the whole weekend to turn it into a sauce that I was planning to can. I can it plain, then add whatever seasonings and herbs it needs, depending on the recipe. They came to take a bag of spare clothes for one of their kids, and, and in the five minutes it took me to get it, she managed to get into the kitchen, add salt, pepper, turmeric, olive oil, garlic powder, and Italian herbs to all five of the pots that were simmering on the stove. And when I asked her what she was doing, she had the audacity to say, this sauce needed some taste, I added it for you. Like I've never told her to not touch what I was cooking before. I was so angry that I knew I couldn't be calm talking with her. So I simply walked to my brother, told him to take the clothes and his wife and that she is no longer welcome in my house. She had followed me, was shocked, started apologizing, but I just ignored her. I added that he should come by tomorrow to take the sauce his wife ruined because otherwise it would be thrown away and that I expected 40 pounds of replacement tomatoes. They left. He came back with the tomatoes, an apology letter from her, and an apology carrot cake. My fave, but I told him that I stand by my decision. Now my parents got involved, since I'm the one that usually hosts, and since she's not allowed in my house, I told him to make alternative plans for Memorial Day. My husband says that I'm in the right, but my parents say that my reaction is way overblown. So am I the arsehole? Edit, since there seems to be some confusion. I'm not planning to host for Memorial Day and not invite her. I said I am not hosting. My parents or my brother should host and I will attend as a guest. I might be angry, but I don't want her excluded. Who the heck, why do people do this stuff, man? Like, you see some pots on the side of the kitchen. You think, oh, I'm just going to add the spices to them. I'm going to do them a favor. Don't, don't touch someone else's food. It's as simple as that. Absolutely not the asshole in the situation. It did have me like wavering slightly when she wrote an apology letter getting a carrot cake but still you think about it you think who the fuck does that <laughs> and it's also really insulting in a way that she added this spice and then says i made it better it's like piss off will you come on now do i want to know says if you don't keep an eye on her she will get into the kitchen and add seasonings to whatever is cooking she managed to get into the kitchen add salt pepper turmeric olive oil garlic powder and italian herbs to all five of the pots that were simmering on the stove it says like what the fuck 
This is so boundary disrespecting, disrespectful and insulting to what you are cooking. And it wasn't even for her, not the arsehole for being furious. I do think she's learned her lesson though. OP says, she thinks we don't season enough, but here's the thing. If I'm making Indian or Chinese, I toast the spices and grind them with a mortar and pestle. My Ethiopian friend says that I make spicier food than her mum. But if I'm making mac and cheese, a burger or mashed potatoes, of course I'm only using salt and pepper because usually the flavors are in the sauce or gravy. Successful Duck says so, not the arsehole. She's crossing boundaries, poking into something where she doesn't belong. There's all kinds of wrong with messing with someone else's cooking. What if you were making something for someone allergic to turmeric? Good on your brother for replacing the tomatoes and on her for apologizing. That said, you're still in the right for banning her from the house, especially if this has happened multiple times and you've been clear with her that it's not acceptable. If you are thinking about letting her back in, I'd make sure the apology is a real apology first, not I'm sorry your feelings were hurt, but something which takes responsibility for her actions. Added seasoning to your giant tomato sauce project without asking, this was out of line and I shouldn't have done it. It's my fault and I'm sorry. In the future, I'm planning to not enter your kitchen unless invited. And one final comment from Sakura who says not the asshole. Her complete lack of respect in not respecting your boundaries is only exceeded by her inability to understand why you never so much as touch somebody else's craft or art without their permission, let alone start changing it. If it was me, she'd never be coming back into my house. I wouldn't care how many apologies I got from her because from my point of view, I'd figure the only thing she's sorry for is her behavior causing a scene. I reckon she doesn't understand why her behavior was wrong in the first place. Now, I'm going to turn this one to you guys. What do you guys make of this situation? What would you do when she received that apology, the letter, the cake? Is that forgivable to you? Let us know your thoughts down in the comments below. And just a huge thank you from the bottom of my heart for getting involved in today's stories, your love, your support, your time. Always, always means the absolute world to me. I'm incredibly blessed to have you with me and I do appreciate it. Thank you so much. And hopefully I will see you in the next one. Much love to you. Yeah, man, I remember being so naive when life was good, weather and palm trees. Back in the day, you were everything I need. But then along came a time when you crushed my dreams. Oh yeah, you played me like a fool when you made me believe that the line between love wasn't thick enough to read. Oh yeah, you see we in the spare crime everywhere. You're selling false hope. 